Well, it looks like at the Ambassador Bridge in Canada, they are finally, and at other places like in Ottawa, slowly taking steps to calm things down a little bit in some areas. Now, we're not saying that people are leaving, but this was the scene a while ago. You can kind of hear what's going on as the uh, police are gathering and forming lines and getting ready to, you know, uh, get people to move away from uh, the uh, barricades and barriers that they have put up near the Ambassador Bridge. In this instance, uh, you know, you if if you were there or watching any of these events on television, you see that you know the police are not armed uh, that we can see. Uh, they probably are, obviously, but but you know they seem to be wearing their uh, Teletubby look black jumpsuits with uh, these uh, neon green uh, vests on. Uh, however, behind them, uh, they do have uh, MRAPs uh, that are very well situated to handle any type of serious altercation that could happen. Let's listen in to what people are saying. So, you know, you, you do have a lot of the stuff going on. You do have a lot of these uh, uh, people gathered. You do have a lot of people moving in. And protesters talking directly to police officers themselves as they gather. Uh, unfortunately, YouTube seems to be blocking some of these videos. Yeah, so so it seems that, you know, you, you try and play back some of these things and, uh, you know, you, you don't get to see a lot of what is going on. Uh, for for whatever reason. Uh, Ladies and gents, welcome back. You know, back in the schoolyard days when you'd have that bully that comes up to you and says, hey, give me that thing or I'll thwap you. But, you know, sometimes you just get sick of it and you, you turn to them saying, you know what, whatever, just I'm not giving it to you. Just, just hit me then. And then they don't. Well, that happened today in Canada. So... <laughs> Uh, Daily Mail's reporting today that Trudeau's empty threats, Freedom Convoy truckers are still on the U.S.-Canada bridge, that's the Ambassador Bridge, Windsor-Detroit, after both a 7 p.m. court and midnight deadline from Ontario police forcibly to forcibly remove them came and went. So, you know, you are listening to some of the, what the video bloggers are saying, of course. And uh, what is going on as far as uh, uh, things are happening uh, on those bridges in Canucklandia, as I, as I jokingly like to call it. Uh, the Canadians have their own thing going, you know, they have their own protests, they have their own movements, they have their own uh, country up there, obviously. And uh, a lot of them are saying uh, things that are, you know, uh, pretty much like, like this. 
I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah, unfortunately, we 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 uh, we kind of saw that. Uh, you know, uh, they're, they're playing clips from the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, well, basically, that's been done. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, of course, uh, raising a lot of issues and 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 a lot of things um, about these issues. Uh, there have been reports of police officers who have been resigning from these things. You get it. I mean, you know, obviously, people will do what they do. Uh, some were not happy having to clear out people they know, friends or family, and, and other things. Um, and two hours ago, it was getting pretty heavy. Truckers in the Freedom Convoy defying Justin Trudeau's orders to clear the U.S.-Canada Bridge by midnight. By the, uh, the Freedom Convoy here in Ottawa, not that um, I wouldn't, I, I don't, I don't want to say that I, I disagree with how they're doing things there, but uh, they are, they are a separate organization. And um, it's, it's, I think the, the support we're getting from uh, convoys that are starting around the world has been uh, humbling and, um, and, and mind-boggling. But... Yeah, so... so people are just basically gathered and, you know, kind of talking and moving together and, uh, you know, the police uh, slowly coming in and, and uh, many places, um, in many areas, as you look at it. Uh, you know, there are different groups. There's some at the Ambassador Bridge, and then there's those uh, in Ottawa. Let's listen to the ones in Ottawa. <laughs> So they are seemingly dismantling some of the barricades, you know, at the parliament. Um, and a Canadian judge has ordered truckers to end their protests on the U.S.-Canadian border. The standoff at the Ambassador Bridge started on Monday. Um, and uh, it's pretty common here at this point. There's a routine that's been established that on weekends, a lot of people come in. Um, to check out what's happening, support the cause, or party. Uh, Catherine, it's very interesting that it, you described it as like a tailgate party. How have you seen these demonstrations evolve, and what is the core mission of this movement? It sounds almost as if it's, it's just people getting together uh, in solidarity. Yeah, well, it started as a uh, as a convoy of trucks coming across the country, leaving from British Columbia, which is in the far west of our country. Um, but some of the organizers uh, put out a memorandum of understanding that um, uh, made clear that they weren't just upset because a new rule had come into place insisting that truckers, Canadian truckers coming back into Canada be vaccinated. They were upset about all vaccine um, mandates in the country. So, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're listening to some of the reports. This is an interview done by CBS News, which is a major U.S. network. And, uh, you know, uh, one of Pfizer's main <laughs> sources of where they spend their income and their revenue. Yes. So, you know, uh, they obviously have a different 
uh, perspective and and, 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 and and viewpoint. Police are pushing people back in certain other areas. Slowly at the Ambassador Bridge in Detroit, uh, you know, it, it is, the police are definitely clearing pathways for people, uh, you know, at the bridges and whatnot. And uh, it is it is part of the situation that they're doing up there. There isn't really much that, that can uh, happen at this point in time. And, uh, you know, uh, there are live streams that you can watch and, and learn and uh, listen to and uh, see about. The first person to the first uh, clips out there of what's happening in real time, right? I'm not providing my opinion in the videos. I'm not providing voiceovers. It's real stuff from real people out instantly. Everyone can make up their mind and I'll provide my opinion right now because I'm live. Our government is so corrupt. I mean, what they're doing is a classic switch move. So they have the Windsor police and the OPP police that are in that area, and they've actually removed those officers because they, they live there. All their friends and family are there, and they've brought in officers from different areas that are not associated with the area, and those are the people that are, that are there, and they don't want to be there. You can believe me because I've heard from people that are there, the police do not want to be there. I mean, would you? There's thousands of Canadians there holding hands, singing, partying, having a good time. It's not violent. No one's throwing rocks. No one's burning anything down. No one's breaking things. The Canadian people are exactly as advertised. We are stereotypes across the board. We are nice. We apologize. We're friendly. Well, basically, uh, that's what's going on. Yes, uh, it is a friendly protest, a friendly mass action, a friendly blockade. Uh, the uh, friendly protesters, you know, pushing uh, their thing. Uh, veterans are, however, standing together in some parts of Canada, uh, you know, raising their voices and... Uh, you know what I love about these veterans is is, is uh, you know after they've you know yelled out their slogans and they've screamed out their thing and they've had their thing they're picking up the garbage afterwards. You know we don't get that here. Our protests in New York City they burn down places and they loot Macy's. Uh, yeah, can we swap protesters, guys? You know <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I know this is a serious issue for some people up there in Canada. And, uh, you know, uh, people, people are, are definitely moved and, and being moved by these issues, uh, you know, as, as uh, to what is going on. As, as we kind of look around, there's still a lot of horn blowing, there's still a lot of people, you know, talking about things. Uh, I think this is an Onkawagan, Onkawagan. And, uh, you know, as you get to different areas, there are people driving around and they're, you know, expressing themselves. Yeah, you have all these uh, different groups doing their thing. 
and uh, you know there, there are people out there doing uh, doing things going on. Uh, you know, some some of the major news organizations are also putting out, um, you know, the uh, the uh, videos and, and materials of what is going on, and uh, yeah, the protests are are still ongoing uh, up in Canada. You know, I, I I had thought we would see, you know, these uh, these protest scenes a little more across the board. And here's some more statements about it. But I guess that's all for now. It's an update as police are indeed trying to clear the protest routes at the various Canadian protests. And we will continue with an update in a little while. I'm Mike of New York. And uh, that's been a rambling update of what's going on up on the border with the Canadians. Come right back at you in a bit. The Freedom Convoy of Canadian truckers protesting vaccine mandates is not backing down. And now there are reports that the Department of Homeland Security is warning that an American trucker convoy could start this weekend at the Super Bowl. Our very own Chad Pergram is reporting that the concern is now growing in Washington among lawmakers about a coordinated trucker convoy going to D.C. And as support for the Freedom Convoy grows, liberals, well, they're losing their minds. One CNN fake news commentator tweeted today, slashed their tires. Hmm, isn't that a threat? Are those kind of threats legal? Our own Sarah Carter is live again in Ottawa with, with the Freedom Convoy. Uh, Sarah, a lot of support from our viewers last night. Uh, for all those people there, please send our best. Oh, Sean Hannity sends his best. A lot of support from the viewers. Sean, I got to tell you, I spent the day with a lot of the families, a lot of the truckers in the convoy just outside of Ottawa as they prepared to convoy from where they were at, a small town just outside of here towards the city. And I've had the opportunity to spend time with all of you here in the city. And I've been able to see what's been happening. You know, a lot of the truckers here and their families are concerned about the government. They're concerned about the police taking their private private property without any reason they've told me about their concerns for their own children but they say they are not going to move they are going to continue to make their stand despite what prime minister justin trudeau has said and i want you to take a listen to what they had to say today what drove you to join the convoy i mean when was it that you said okay this is it i'm coming i'm joining the convoy i'm joining chris and the rest of you i've been kind of praying for something to happen for a couple years already I mean, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I mean, this country's been under the grasp of a tyrant since he got in, so, right? So, I mean, uh, I do want to say, though, I do, have to, I do have to thank the man, though, because of the unity he's brought Canada. I mean, Quebec, like, everybody's together now. So, you know what? Thank you, Trudeau. You know, they, they come at us with the jerry cans downtown. You're not allowed to touch a jerry can. You could be arrested with it. We've turned that into a mockery. There's people downtown running around with empty jerry cans tied around their necks with police chasing them all over the place just for the fear enjoyment of, uh, of trying to trip us up. So. Well, that's what's interesting. Those gas cans, I was there yesterday when the police went in and took a whole load of gas cans and uh, nothing was happening. I mean, nobody had done anything to provoke that. Uh, so you kind of turned that into almost... A big joke. <laughs> Did you ever think the truckers that y'all would be like the on the front lines, the soldiers for liberty and freedom? No, this is this is like a dream. Um, every day is an adventure. 
a mind game adventure, and it's fun. Sean, I have Matt McKenzie with me here. He's been with the convoy since the very beginning. He's been here in Ottawa. His truck is parked right in front of Parliament. And uh, Matt, I want to ask you a question. For, for the majority of people here have been warm, welcoming, uh, really, really standing up for what they believe is freedom. How do you think the last two weeks have reflected on what's happened in the United States now with the convoy starting up there? I think it's wonderful to see and uh, I think it took strong Canadians to get this movement moving and I think it's spread worldwide. It's not just the United States. Uh, we love our brothers and sisters who've come up here to give their support to us as well. But this is a, a worldwide movement. I don't think it can be stopped. Uh, what about the I Prime Minister? How do you feel about Prime Minister Trudeau? Uh, where do I start? That's, I don't think we have <laughs> enough time. Um, I think that... Uh, it's a little bit frustrating when you hear some of the, the rhetoric that's being spread around and the rumors that uh, have, have been going around about us and his Sean, opinion. Sean, Sean has a question right yeah. now. Sean. Yeah. Go ahead. Sarah, I, what I want to ask, I want you to ask the whole crowd, I want what, what they think of the gutless, spineless, cowardly Prime Minister Trudeau. I want to know how they feel about him. I'm going to try to remember that. Gutless, okay, spineless, Sean wants cowardly. to know from the crowd. How you feel about the gutless, spineless, cowardly Prime Minister Trudeau? <laughs> did, did I do it right? I, I think you got I, it. I think you get perfect. the message, Sean. But I. But I, do they know I think you get the extent? The message. Here's the question I have: Do they know the extent to which the American people are supporting them? Are they surprised an American convoy is starting? Are they surprised one in New Zealand is starting? Are they surprised that they're popping up all over Europe? Do you, Sean wants to know again, do you understand that because this started here, do you understand the extent that this has reflected on America, that an American convoy is starting, that, a, that yep. the new people in New Zealand are rising up, that people in Australia are rising up? Sean, Sean, I got to tell you, there is a right, pride here ask, in Canada. There is I'm going to ask the bravest question of all time. Ahead. Ask them if they oh, care wait, at all. The bravest. Ask them if they care at all that the I'm a Rangers question. and an Islanders fan. <laughs> Do you care at all that he's a Rangers and an Islanders fan? Uh, I, I think I think you've got a lot of support here and a lot of love, Sean. Even if I you do, are but a you know what? Fan. But tell them I can't stand their cowardly prime minister, so I stand with them on hey, the Sean, important issues. Right, Sean? Sean, seeing that you're a Rangers fan, why don't you see if you can get uh, Ron McLean, uh, Kelly Rudy, uh, Wayne Gretzky, Sidney Crosby, all these guys that we supported all our lives to down. support us. Yeah. We need the NHL. We need the I NHL. Agree. Hey, I agree. That's what I'm here. I played hockey my whole life, so. Where are the boys? I got to tell you, Sean, I can barely hear you now. <laughs> All right, Sarah, they great job as NHL. always. Send, send our solidarity, love, and, uh, well, uh, support for all of the brave people that are there. Don't give up. Don't let people portray you as something you're not. 
and don't let anybody get out of control. Keep it peaceful, and you'll win. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe to Fox News' YouTube page and catch our hottest interviews and most compelling analysis. You will not get it anywhere else. Canadian police have began an operation to clear a barricade on the main border crossing to the United States. Protesters have been blocking the bridge for two weeks. It follows a court injunction, making it a criminal offence to block the border crossing. You'd be forgiven for thinking that this is one big party. But for two weeks now, these protesters have laid siege to this city. A state of emergency has now been declared in Ontario to give police more powers to shut down demonstrations. But most insist they're not going anywhere. We can be here as long as it takes. There's, we're well supported food-wise, fuel-wise, financially. We're fully supported to be here for as long as it takes for this government to realise that the people are the ones that need to have the power. The Premier of Ontario, Doug Ford, said he wants people to take their children and go home. What do you say to that? This is history in Canada, and this is an important thing for them to see and them to know. These, these kind of choices shouldn't be mandated. Like, what is the, what is the point of having a family doctor if the government is going to decide what every person is going to have? It started as a protest against vaccine requirements for lorry drivers, but it's mushroomed to an anti-government movement, which has paralysed not only this capital city, but vital trade routes between Canada and the US. It doesn't look like much, but a short drive from the main demonstration, this repurposed car park is its headquarters. So all of a sudden we get a call and some truckers are out of fuel and we need to get fuel to them. And so we just rally as many people as we can. Winton was a fire chief for 31 years, but he's now helping direct operations here. These are saunas. You know, you get cold, you get achy, you get chilled, and they can come here and they can just get a little bit of R&R. &R. It's uh, emotionally good, it's physically good. The main aim of this nerve centre, though, is refuelling protest lorries to keep their engines idling. Police raided the camp earlier this week, seizing jerry cans containing petrol, but deliveries continue. The Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, is under pressure from the US to bring a swift end to this chaos. The longer the standoff continues, the less likely a peaceful resolution. Martha Kellner, Sky News, Ottawa. And so, as we've been looking at various live streams jumping around, well, I've been looking at it. Unfortunately, you're just getting to listen to it uh, on here. Uh, you know, you, you, you have to look at this whole topic and, and, and see it from... You know the perspective of a lot of these people are putting it through and let's listen to it now from another perspective this is a news report article from the republic website and what they have to say about what's happening on the ambassador bridge windsor police have started the process of removing the freedom convoy truckers from the windsor ambassador bridge between canada and the united states this morning a police blockade that was positioned near windsor ontario Canada's Ambassador Bridge, where protesters had set up a standoff at the USA-Canada border, had started to be removed by Canadian police. Windsor Police Department tweeted Saturday morning, We encourage all demonstrators to act lawfully and peacefully. It is still advised that commuters do not travel through those areas affected by the demonstrations at this time. For several days, 
Protesters have been occupying the bridge that leads into the United States in order to protest against the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. The Ambassador Bridge, which is the busiest land border crossing in North America, has been closed to traffic for the fifth consecutive day on Saturday morning. Detroit's automakers were choked by dozens of trucks, cars, pickup trucks, and vans clogging the supply chains for the city's car makers. On the bridge, the police were seen moving behind the protesters' cars in black uniforms with yellow vests. They were also accompanied by tactical teams and snipers. By early Saturday morning, the number of protesters had declined from about 200 on Friday night to barely two dozen. As a result of a ruling made late Friday afternoon, protesters were given until 7 p.m. to leave. However, crowds continued to grow after that point, and it was not clear when many would leave. The activities that are the subject of this injunction, the freedom that those want directly results in the denial of freedom to others in society. The direct denial of their freedom to work. The direct denial of their freedom to cross and to move goods and services across the bridge, Ontario Superior Court Chief Justice Jeffrey Morowet said before delivering his ruling. As a result of the weekend blockade in Windsor, and another protest that has crippled Ottawa the downtown core for more than two weeks, Ontario Premier Doug Ford announced a state of emergency in the province earlier on Friday. Ford said he is going to adopt an order that makes it clearly clear that blocking or obstructing the movement of goods, people and or services along critical infrastructure is illegal and punishable. Windsor police distributed flyers on Friday evening informing protesters that Ontario declared an emergency at midnight that was going to take effect at midnight. It is illegal and punishable to block and impede the movements of goods, people and services along critical infrastructure, the flyer read. However, the Star reported that protesters are standing their ground despite prospect of harsh penalties. New warnings to stand down or face the imminent possibility of harsh consequences have been issued but protesters plugging roads around Parliament Hill as well as Canada's busiest border crossing still show no signs of budging. On Friday, Ontario Premier Doug Ford declared a state of emergency that will allow his cabinet to impose $100,000 fines and up to one year in jail as punishments against people who continue to illegally block roads, bridges, walkways, and other critical infrastructure. Both Ford and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau warned the protesters, who are demanding an immediate end to all COVID-19 public health mandates and restrictions, that if they don't go home the sanctions they face could ruin their lives. An injunction was also issued after a judge ruled protesters blocking cross-border traffic at the Ambassador Bridge in Windsor, Ontario, had until 7 p.m. Friday to clear the bridge. Even after the deadline passed, the protesters at the bridge still told the media they would remain there until their demands were met. However, police began moving in on the site this morning and urged demonstrators to leave. The bridge blockade has stemmed the flow of hundreds of millions of dollars in cross-border trade, prompting entreaties from U.S. President Joe Biden and Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer for Canadian officials to reopen the crossing and staunch the economic bleeding that is now threatening the livelihoods of a huge number of people on both sides of the border. Canada is experiencing a politically charged situation where a wide variety of politicians from all walks of life are demanding an end to the blockades currently in place as well as taking action to counteract the impact of the additional demonstrations scheduled for this weekend across the country. Well, that's pretty much what they're saying. Uh, you know, the, the Canadians have very strong opinions on this topic, and it is their fight. But it is, as one protester we're quoting a little while ago said, you know, they, they, they have this freedom fight, but they're friendly. So it is a freedom fight that's friendly, but they have snipers on the bridge. Well, I mean, they're just making sure that, you know, 
things don't go bad. Of course, police are there. And uh, there's a lot of high emotions about these issues. And a lot of people are uh, upset. And so the saga continues as they continue to resist uh, efforts by law enforcement, by other groups to, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to move away from, from all this. And, uh, you know, there, 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 there is a lot of resistance and anger and all of these things that are, that are coming forward. And you're seeing a lot of it in different ways and a lot of it, um, coming out with a, a lot of uh, uh, different reactions to uh, to all of these topics. What happens next? Well, that's up to the people up there on the bridge and the uh, people dismantling the barricades, and uh, you know, um, and people uh, fighting back, and people who are not fighting back. Indeed, getting uh, getting violent. Uh, maybe not so much. Frankly, with the as coronavirus pandemic, the deadline fighting. that passed. Uh, you know, <clears throat> and, and and all the topics that are that are coming up. A, a lot of media outlets in the United States are, are puzzled by this, of course, because here, if you try to block a road, un unless you you know happen to be in Seattle and linked to the Democrats and all that kind of stuff. But it, it generally is uh, is peaceful, um, you know, with with, with protests uh, until you do what these people have done, which is block a road or thoroughfare or uh, or anything, and uh, that's when things get a little dicey. Uh, let's look at what Global TV Canada has to say. <laughs> So uh, basically what's happening here is uh, fencing uh, was removed at the uh, Canadian National War Memorial and uh, it's being removed by veterans uh, in, in military uniforms. Uh, these are Canadian veterans uh, from Canadian forces who are cleaning off the snow and, uh, you know, 
And we're making some sort of statement saying to the politicians that the soldiers don't see in them are because we're betraying our country at this point in time. Okay, we're trying to protect it. So I understand. And so just, you know, instead of taking down the entire fence, maybe we can add just part of it open so you could have brought people in and out because now we're going to be back at the same point where people are now going to. Uh, cause damage because unless you guys are here 24 7 yeah. 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 actually don't think you're going to be the people who cause damage it's going to be justin trudeau and his gang of thieves yes and if we got to put a man on this because you guys have what like a thousand cops in the city right now so you, that's, that's, that's you what guys, i'm saying so we'll put a man on it then. excellent this is on you guys so essentially uh i guess the barricades and the barriers around the national war memorial was something that the trudeau administration had done because they were worried about people gathering around the National War Memorial uh, and and the the military uh, structures, Trudeau's administration, uh, the the Liberal Party in uh, in Canada, is viewed as very anti-military. Uh, from his father to son, it's it's basically been a uh, a thing with uh, Trudeau. Uh, both their administrations have been borderline to a point where they would love to not even have a military in Canada if they could. Um, and, and that has been their sand for, for years. Um, so I guess this is an issue that has to do with those topics. And, uh, you know, the uh, new videos are coming in every few minutes. Let's listen to this one. I'm to let it rip. We can't end a pandemic with blockades. You need to end it with science. You need to end it with public health measures. For two years now, this government has infected us with uh, lockdowns and destroyed businesses and destroyed families and destroyed children. As truckers angered by vaccine mandates continue their blockade at the Ambassador Bridge, Canadian authorities launch a plan to end it soon. But the protesters say they're in it for the long haul. Time to let it rip on the panel tonight. An American who supports the protests in Canada, Holly Spalding. Prakash Nidhu, president of the Windsor-Essex Chamber of Commerce. Mickey Blasfield, former head of the Michigan Trucking Association. Plus the journalist who knows the auto industry inside and out, host of Autoline.tv, John McElroy back. There's always anchor attorney Charlie Langton. But the mayor of Windsor agreed to join us tonight, but got called away to an urgent meeting. Not sure what that means, but we'll try to explore it later in the show. But we begin tonight with Virginia Grimaldi. She's in Windsor. She's not a trucker. She's a bartender and entrepreneur, but also one of the protesters who blocked the Ambassador Bridge. Virginia, thanks for being here. First of all, yes, you, have the, you have the right to protest, Virginia, to protest the mandates in your country, but what gives you the right to shut down an international bridge? What gives the government the right to shut down bars every two weeks? Um, what gives us the right to shut down the, the international bridge? Uh, and, and for the record, despite what uh, some comments made by our mayor this morning, we are not on private property. We are maintaining on public property. I was personally, in fact, the one showing everybody where the line was between private property and, and, and public property. Um, and the, 
as, as most of you know, the Ambassador Bridge is the busiest international border crossing in the world. Um, it, uh, I believe it's one third of, of uh, trade done in Canada, international trade done in Canada comes across the Ambassador Bridge. And at this point, that's why we need to shut it down. We need to have an impact. We need to, to, to have Ottawa feel the, the impact that their mandates are having on us. So, you know, this is, this is what they're saying because government is shutting down things. Therefore, they want to shut down government's resources to make their government be more responsive. Um, well, that's their point of view on it. I'm going to wrap things up here now and not try to get drawn too much into this. Uh, as I've said, we've taken up about 30 minutes of my podcast. This is the second podcast I've actually done on this topic in the last 24 hours. And I do not want to take too much time on an issue that is something that I may not fully understand because I am here on this side of the border, on the American side. And uh, I have friends and uh, family on the opposite side, on the Canadian side. And I do not want to uh, offend anyone who may have different views on either side of it. It is just uh, a very curious topic. Uh, as we said, uh, the friendly freedom fight. Uh, Canadians are typically friendly, and they, they, but they will fight, and they, uh, you know, they will get things done the way they want to in, in their country, in their way. That's it for me for now. I'm Mike of New York. As we continue to monitor what's happening up the Canadian border.